with Radio On The Go News. Brian Fancher reporting. A winter storm watch is in effect for Floyd, Grundy, Hardin, Butler, and Franklin counties from late tonight into tomorrow morning. A band of heavy snow is possible in the watch area. Total snow accumulations of 2 to 7 inches may occur within the band of heavy snow with lesser amounts in areas that fall outside of the main band. The National Weather Service says the forecast is difficult because a small 1 to 2 degree temperature change will have big impacts on snow accumulations. You're urged to monitor the latest forecast for updates on this situation. Last night, the Hardin County Sheriff's Department arrested 28-year-old Jordan Scott Parker of Marshalltown for driving while barred and for possession of drug paraphernalia. Yesterday afternoon, the Hardin County Sheriff's Department arrested 49-year-old Vonda Blackford in New Providence for domestic abuse assault. Both are being held at the Hardin County Jail. The Hancock County Board of Supervisors today will hold a special meeting go into closed sessions to conduct interviews with a goal of permanently filling the position of county attorney. Blake Norman had been Hancock County attorney until he was recently appointed by Governor Kim Reynolds to be a district court judge. The Hancock County Board of Supervisors special meeting begins today at 1 p.m. at the courthouse in Garner. Monday night, the Rowan City Council said March 6th at 7 p.m. as the date and time to hold a public hearing on the city's proposed next fiscal year budget. The Rowan Council was also informed that the Wright County Sheriff's Department plans on donating an older generator to the city as it will be replaced by a newer unit. Iowa State University researchers are part of an effort led by Purdue University to diversify the Corn Belt. ISU sociology professor Jay Arbuckle says farmers once planted many different crops on their land. Long rotations with lots of different crops um, spread risk all around the, the farm, but they also took care of, you know, they had ecological processes, agroecological processes that took care, care of a lot of the, you know, the pest cycles and the weed cycles and that sort of thing. The crops became less diversified with the advent of chemicals to deal with the pest and weeds and the use of mechanized farm machines. Arbuckle says farmers started specializing in soybeans and corn. We're seeing a lot of problems stemming from that specialized system, right? So we've got a lot of, uh, you know, tillage going on that results in, you know, reduction of soil health and, um, you know, soil erosion. We also have, um, you know, herbicide-resistant weeds. We've got pesticide-resistant insects. There's also a boom and bust pattern for the price of those commodities. He says this project is looking at ways to add some diversity back into the system. To, number one, provide more market opportunities for farmers, more you know, ways to, to have more resilient uh, cropping systems that use more agroecological processes um, to deal with those pests and weed cycles, but also to, to deal with some of the more extreme weather that we're having. They hope to find some of the answers with a $10 million USDA grant. You know, this is a, a five-year project, so we don't have any... You know, illusions that we're going to change the system in five years. So really what um, what we're doing is looking at different options and pathways and you know potential creative visions for for ways that we might you know open open doors for diversification. The team includes more than 30 investigators who are working with farmers and other agricultural stakeholders in Iowa, Indiana, and Illinois to envision and evaluate more diverse agricultural systems for the Midwest. 
The North Central Iowa Research Association, in partnership with Iowa State University Extension and Outreach, will host its annual meeting Thursday, March 9th at the Red Shed Event Center in Clarion. The annual meeting will feature an update on farm activities along with presentations from guest speakers on topics including the growing season outlook and soil nitrogen supply. There's no cost to attend this meeting. is open to the public. Participants are encouraged to pre-register by March 3rd by calling 641-762-3247. Again, 762-3247. The North Central Iowa Research Association annual meeting, March 9th from 9 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. in Clarion. Today, the Iowa Valley Community College District Board of Directors will consider approval of the fiscal year 2024 certified budget. We'll be asked to set a public hearing date about it. The IVCCD Board will also consider approval of their annual calendar for 2023-24. The Iowa Valley Community College District Board of Directors meet today at 4 p.m. at the District Administration Building Boardroom in Marshalltown. Fundraising efforts continue in the West Fork School District to make improvements on the elementary school campus in Rockwell. Ashley Flatabo is the West Fork Elementary School principal. Build the new playground for our elementary students. Here in Rockwell, we serve students that are as young as three-year-old all the way through fifth grade. Our current playground has been here for over 20 years, and some of our pieces are starting to rust. Some of it is starting to break apart. And while we're still able to use it, we're hoping to be able to replace it. Safety reasons, as well as adding a preschool age-appropriate equipment. Now that we have all of our preschools in Rockwell, we also need to provide um, playground equipment that is age-appropriate for them. We also want to add a safety surface so that our playground is accessible for all students as well as a walking track that would be an option for physical activity for students as well. Flannabo says they're hoping to get the new equipment ordered by the end of the current uh, school year. About $140,000 has been raised towards a goal of over $400,000. For more information or to donate you can contact Flannabo at 641-822-3234. Again 822 Two, three, four. The high in the past 24 hours here at our studios, 35 and the low of 19. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.